Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. A young boy is in a serious condition in hospital following a dog attack in County Wexford yesterday. Um, it's understood the boy was attacked by a pit bull, which is one of the breeds of dogs which are restricted in Ireland. But we're asking today, generally, do the restrictions go far enough or would you prefer to see certain dog breeds actually banned in Ireland? Fiona is with us on the line in Killarney. Fiona, would you like to see certain dog breeds banned? So my own experience would be that definitely I would like to see some dog breeds banned. Um, Our own experience was um, a killer Alsatian was left loose with no muzzle and attacked us while we were walking. Um, My three children and myself and our dog was killed on site and I was also physically attacked while trying to protect our dog. Um, And unfortunately the um, owner was nowhere to be seen and the dog just ran off. So a a breed like that, obviously, is not something that is a domestic pet. Um, It's of no major use to anyone within the community unless you want to maybe be protected from a criminal coming in your door. But when people are walking, it's obviously not a place for that dog to be. So the banning of brands would be something I would definitely advocate um, and I would definitely be for. Um, And I think that that is something that maybe more funding needs to be put into as well, because in fairness to dog wardens or park rangers, or indeed the Gardaí, a lot of the time the resources aren't there to implement that or to catch the owner, to catch the dog. Um, So the banning of it would be definitely something that might maybe restrict the amount of those animals that are around and basically let loose freely to do what they'd like to do. How are you, Fiona, since the attack? Since that incident, I haven't been able to walk the dog on my own because I'm afraid now that dogs will attract dogs. So so in nearly two years, I haven't gone for a walk. Okay, so you haven't walked a dog now at all on your own in the guts of two years? Yes, I live on the National Park. I would never go on my own now. And I would never go with the children on my own. I would find when I ask people, um, often this is the case when people have their dogs out without leads and if I ask would you mind putting your dog on a lead very often the attitude back would be that there's something kind of maybe wrong with me that having a dog off a lead what's wrong with it and so they're um, deciding whether or not their dog is dangerous um, and not really looking into the fact of whether somebody might find that dog dangerous Um, and so very often the replies that I might get wouldn't be very pleasant um, and would often be accusatory of me being the issue rather than them with their dogs off leads or not muzzled being the issue. Yeah, well, look, you had a, you know, you had a, absolutely a really frightening experience, Fiona. There's no, no doubt about it. Um, Anita's with us on the line as well. Anita, what do you think about the idea of banning certain dog breeds? Um, I don't agree with the banning of any breed of dog. Um, any dog can be dangerous. I do understand being an owner of a controlled breed dog myself, um, how strong the dog is. There are a lot of people who are afraid of them, but I, 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 what really annoys me is people going out with these dogs, no muzzle, a long lead or off the lead. They should be on a small lead at all times, muzzles. They should never be left on their own and they should never be let out like on their own. There's a lot of people out there who buy these dogs just to look 
like they are something. I have a trophy dog. No, you've got a dog that can do serious damage. Any dog can maim, but these are a lot stronger. Um, There should be more restrictions maybe in the way of you have to be a certain age to own these dogs. You have to have training with these dogs. Go through a course or something before you own them. I see a lot of irresponsible dog owners. Um, I'm an owner of Rottweilers. We've had pit bulls and we've had staff in the in, in the past. Um, we've actually took dogs on from other people um, when the dog became a problem and we tried to turn a few dogs around, which we had been successful with one. We rehomed her for 16 years. She was a pet of the thing and the reason we ended up with her was somebody wanted to destroy her because the dog wouldn't fight. So there are people out there who treat the dog badly. So any dog, all they have is their teeth and their paws to defend themselves. But it's the likes of the bad dog owner, which is giving these dogs a bad name. It, it's not the dog, it's the so, owner I put the blame on. So is, is it that the rules that we have then, Anita, aren't being enforced? Because like you mentioned... They're not. They're not, not. they're not being enforced. I see I see a lot of people, like my Rottweiler, my 20-year-old daughter isn't allowed to walk that dog because she is so small and petite. She doesn't have the strength. Now, when I take him out, his lead is, it's like half a dog lead. It's a small lead. There should be, um, what, is it less than two metres or something, isn't it? It has yeah, to be. I, I'd say less than a metre. A metre is more than enough. You need to keep that dog by your side at yeah. all times. But it has like to be muzzled, walk- doesn't it, in public and yes, Isn't that the big thing? Do. It has to be muzzled they do. in public. They do have to be muzzled and they cannot be walked by somebody under the age of 16. Mm. There's people out there letting their kids take these dogs for a walk. The kid, the kid can't hold that dog back. Like yesterday I went for a spin with the husband and we watched two old people pass each other with two dogs and the two dogs went head to head. And I said to Gary, like, there you go. They think their dog's not going to attack another dog. But they do. I know the dog is only protecting their owner at the end of the day, but this thing of leaving kids with a big dog, it it, it shouldn't be happening. Going around with a dog with no muzzle shouldn't be happening or having it off the lead. It shouldn't happen. Out of curiosity, Anita, has anybody ever stopped you by way of a dog warden or, you know, who else, you know, was probably in charge of enforcing this? Maybe the guards. Have you ever been stopped and asked... Like, I've never been stopped because I've always had a lead on the dog and a muzzle. muzzle always. Okay. Always. But have you it's ever noticed from, anyone else being stopped? No, no, no. I have not. No, definitely not. Okay. No. Let, and like, the, there's people out there who let them roam the streets, which is wrong. It, it is. It is wrong. But I don't. I don't believe there should be a whole ban on the breeds. But they actually I think there have. Be more. Yeah, they actually have some of them. They're banned in in, in Northern Ireland, aren't they? They are banned in Northern Ireland. There's some there's banned in the Netherlands. Are. There are, like, there's a lot of countries that they're banned in or they're not allowed to enter in or you're not allowed to breed the dog. Now, I think if you have, like, some people are just in it for the gain of money. They are in it for the gain of money. Breed the dog, breed the dog, breed the dog, sell the pups. That, that's, that's totally wrong. If you have it as a pest, get it neutered. Be responsible. Have the dog mm. muted, have a fully trained, muzzled on a lead and not to be roaming. Make sure it's got an enclosure that's secure. Well, that's, that's the, that's on the, on the banned breeds in Northern Ireland, that's the top of the list is that the dog has to be, has to be neutered as well. Let me yeah. bring in Edward and Anita too. Edward is with okay. us. Um, would you like to see more restrictions, Edward? Hi, um, Andrea. Yes, I think um, it, there's several kind of perspectives to address this, but uh, the main one is that um, 
Um, the, half of the accidents, the, 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 as the statistics go around America, around the, the, the globe, actually, is, uh, half of the accidents happen in their home, in their own home. So I think we have uh, we have the reports here in Ireland and all. So I think it's not only there. There is a very very good correlation between the severity of the attack and the breeds. A dog has a lifespan around five thousand days. To expect that humans will not make a mistake or a child living around a dog like that, that powerful, is not make a mistake. It's just. It's just uh, the wishful thinking, and uh, no matter how much training or or education there is, a door left ajar can turn a responsible owner into a responsible owner. And um, we're seeing all around the globe um, this these attacks happening. And uh, I I would blame this on something that is being portrayed for the last maybe twenty five thirty years, and they always say it's always the owner. And unfortunately, it's it's most observably not true. Dogs were created for a purpose, and uh, when one of these dogs, these powerful dogs, decide to go into an attack mode, or God knows why, why trigger them to do? Some of them just don't stop. There's a reason why the abhor the the, the fighting rings, but you know, occasionally you see bursts of fighting rings in America. There's only one type of dog that is there. It's always a pit bull type of dog. And uh, I, I I don't wish any bad or any dogs. If you have a good uh, pit bull, train and love him. But be be understand that you, the risk profile to you, your family or neighbors is higher than anyone else. Do you have a dog yourself, Edward? Are you a dog owner? Yes, you are. And is it is yes. it one that's on the restricted list? No, it's not. It's no. not. No. I mean, like I have to, I have to say, Anita. You know, and and I'm in this category of people. Like I, I'm nervous around. Do- I'm nervous around all dogs. Truth be told, so maybe I'm not a good barometer for this. But like, you know, if like when I see Pitbull or German Shepherd or you know any of these kind of the the big, those huge big dogs like the the, the Bull Terriers, English Bull Terriers, like. I am like I, I I would definitely step nearly off the footpath when I see somebody coming towards me with one. You know, I've I've seen people do that even with our dogs. Um, it's like, I think it goes back to the, the media and the, the movies using these dogs in them that kind of gave people the fear of them in the beginning. Like when I first got our first Rottweiler, my husband fought with me for three months. You're not getting one. It's the baby killer. That's, that, that was his intake on these type of dogs. He was like, no way. And he wouldn't have another dog apart from the Rottweiler now. He, as he said, like, we've had them. We've never had trouble. Never. They've never attacked each other. They've never attacked anybody. But saying that I've never left my kids on their own with the dogs, that we've always been in and around them at all times. Like, But it is... Some people are petrified, literally petrified mm. when they see the size of them. It's yeah, like, well, oh, my God. And with the muzzle on, it makes the dog look a lot more vicious as well. Okay. But um, I do understand the fear that people have, like... It is terrible when you have a fear of dogs, whether it's big or small, it can be very, okay. very frightening. Did you mention, Anita, there a few moments ago that you think people who have um, dogs that are on the restricted breed list in Ireland, did you mention that they should have to do some sort of a training course? or did I, did I, take I think they should. Okay. I think everybody who does have a dog that's on that restriction list should do some sort of training that they can handle the dog. An awful lot of people just see it and say, oh, look, he looks cute as a puppy. They don't understand how strong these dogs are going to get mm. the older they get they don't understand the temperaments like the, 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 that poor woman there about the Alsatian I know. the very first guide dog in Ireland was an Alsatian mm. but they've come a long way they've been used as guard dogs more so 
through the years. So they've been trained. And like what's in the cat is in the kitten, as they say. So whatever's in the mother is going to be in that pup. So if that mother's used as a guard dog, that pup's going to be a guard dog. No matter what training you do, you just have to have proper training and proper handling of your animal. Yeah, well, I'm interested in hearing the views of other listeners on this today. Like, do you think there should be, um, should, should should there be some dogs that are currently, we'll say, on the restricted, uh, the restricted breed list in Ireland, should some of them be banned, similar to the, the rules in, in Northern Ireland? Or, like a lot of our texters, do you think it's just down to the ownership and the responsibility of the dogs? This listener here has got in touch in 53106 to say it's nothing to do with the breed, it's down to ownership. Discrimination against particular breeds is a ridiculous approach. A Jack Russell can be as vicious as any other dog, but no one wants to ban them. This texter says German Shepherds have been used as guide dogs, so to brand them um, as any kind Kind of a killer type dog, I think, is very reckless. And another listener, all dangerous breeds should be banned. Keep the views coming into us, 53106. Listen, Fiona, Anita, and Edward, thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on the programme. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. A little earlier here on Lunchtime Live, we were talking about whether or not you'd like to see certain dog breeds banned in Ireland or perhaps even further restrictions. We'd one caller, Anita, to the programme a little earlier made the suggestion. She is the owner of two dogs that are on the restricted um, breed list, but she made the point that she feels that owners of dogs on this list, that they should have to go through, you know, perhaps some type of training course in order to prepare them. For the type uh, for the type of dogs that they're they're going to have in their home and to be able to be in control of them and we've had a lot of reaction to this in the program today. Jim is with us on the line. Uh, Jim, you are a dog. Um, you're, well, you deal with dogs I'm and an animal uh, behaviorist. Yeah, animal behaviorist. Okay, should there be further restrictions on dogs that are on this restricted breed list? I think um, there's no quick solution to it. I think if it was enforced a little bit better would be one thing. Certainly in Spain and in uh, other European countries, you do have to follow a course before you buy any dog of any breed. Okay. Um, we also need to look at where people are sourcing the dogs. Are they from reputable breeders that do proper socialisation programmes with the pups? Or are they getting them from, I mean, some of the dog breeding establishments are licensed for over 500 bitches and there's no way that those dogs can be socialised correctly prior to going out to new homes. So I think it's partly breeders, it's partly new owners. I know there was a research done in the UK where 46% of new owners who got the dogs during COVID uh, felt that their dogs of any breed were likely to bite someone. And I think we've got problems now because people who got dogs during COVID mainly inexperienced, weren't able to socialise the dogs properly and were unable to go to training classes. And I think we'll probably, unfortunately, see a lot more of these sort of incidents occurring, maybe not to the same severity, but certainly colleagues of mine, we're all aware of uh, these sort of issues coming along okay. regularly okay. now. Stay, stay with us, uh, Jim, if you don't mind, because there's a few other callers I, I just want to, to, to get in on this as well. I think we've another Jim actually on the line too in Dublin. Uh, Jim, would you like to see certain dogs banned in Ireland? Uh, yes, I would. Um, when you look at 
our neighbours in the UK now, whilst I don't always like referring to the UK, especially seeing that we're all Europeans now, but there's a, a quite a, a lot of an extensive list of dogs that are banned over there. And I've checked out through Europe as well. And most of the dogs that we allow here in Ireland, qu- quite a lot of them, most of them are banned in, in uh, Europe as well. And while some owners may be responsible, but as you said earlier on, a door open, which happened to me recently, and I was attacked by a, um, a Rottweiler and my Brilliant. dogs as well. Yes, and I was just walking the dogs, uh, and then this guy left it. Uh, this was while I came for it. So I picked my two dogs up there. I, I used to have big dogs. Now I only have dash ones. And I had to pick them up, and then the Rottweiler started going for me. And then the owner came out innocently and said, oh, I'm terribly sorry, I left the door open. He wouldn't harm a fly. Oh, yeah. Now, if I got a euro for every time I heard that from people with dangerous dogs, I'd be a millionaire by now. But anyway, the bottom line is that there are some responsible people who do uh, look after these dangerous dogs. But at the end of the day, there are so many irresponsible people who, who, who um, have them as well. And I think they ought to be banned, full stop. And that would, that would end the whole, thing, the whole controversy and the discussions. OK, the, the other Jim that's with us too. Um, like, Jim, the reality is, though, like, even, you know, all you have to do, you don't even need to look at Spain and, and other European countries. You can just look across the border. And the dogs yes. that, are, that are on, some of the dogs that are in our restricted dog breed list here they're actually banned in Northern Ireland and they have much stricter rules around That's correct, yes indeed Well the one thing I'd say to to the other Jim is all dogs have the potential to bite Okay, so the fact of labelling them labelling them as dangerous can give a false sense of security to owners and, and the public uh we have no education for, for children who are the most at risk. There's no room in the school curriculum, we're told, uh, for simple dog um, welfare issues around children and dogs. So that would be one thing that could be done uh, and would dramatically really, improve It's not really fair, everything. though, to put it back on the teachers, though, is it? Like... No, if, you, if you're looking at the... So there's about, I think, the last statistics... There were 360 uh, hospitalizations. That's one day or more in hospital due to dog bites in the Republic last year. I know there's the vast majority of those. Yes, yeah, because they're, they're okay. not severe enough. But the majority of those, something like 70%, will be to children under 10. Because they don't understand. How, and um, the vast majority are bitten by their own dog, neighbour's dog, friend's dog, because they don't understand the body language of what the dog is trying to tell them or they approach a dog when it's eating. There are lots of research done over the last 30 years on children and dogs, and there's some practical things which, for the time and effort put in, would have remarkable results in drastically reducing those things. Okay. In Sweden, for, for example, same population size, same number of dogs, it's half the bite rate to children. Right, so you think it's down to the schools and, and more education for, for children. Like, I just think if you're the owner of, of a dog, of any dog, whether it's a restricted dog, a banned dog, whatever it is, I think it's your duty to know where this dog is at all times. But look, it's just my own thoughts on it. Grania's with us on the line. Grania, you say that it's about enforcement, is it? No, not that. Yeah, there should be better enforcement, definitely. But um, 
I would agree with Jim that there definitely does need to be more training. And I do think owners need to take a responsibility. I mean, there's too many people just decide, oh, we'll get a dog. We like the look of that dog. We'll get it. A dog isn't something that you pluck off a supermarket shelf. You need to research it properly. People who are thinking about getting a dog really should go to a dog show look at the dogs that are there, speak to the breeders because a breeder will tell you if a dog is not suitable for your lifestyle and your environment. They don't want Mm. their dogs going into an area that isn't suitable for them and then the breed or perhaps the breeders themselves got a bad name. So you do need to research it and people should also speak to animal behaviourists. They can also Mm. help you with a dog suitable for your lifestyle. But also an animal behaviourist will teach you to train your dog They're not just there to solve problems. They're there to help prevent problems. So they can teach you, again, a dog that is suitable for you. They can teach you how to walk your dog properly on a lead. They can teach you how to get your dog to recall, to come back when you call it, if you're going to walk it off lead in a suitable area. So I think people don't really understand. And especially as we all know, time and time again, we have heard that during COVID, when people went out and bought a dog, And as Jim mentioned there, because of the restrictions on COVID, dogs weren't properly socialised with either people or other dogs. And now we're ending up with an awful lot of dogs who have a fear factor and it's not their fault. Well, just on that point, Jim, do many people go to you in advance of buying a dog to say, listen, this is my lifestyle, this is where I live, what would you advise? Um, Not as many as I would like. But but then also we get I get contacted by people who are maybe have a dog and saying well we're expecting a baby what should I do now do I need to get rid of the dog so there are I think the education of the public is is getting there eventually mm. but as Gronje was saying we need to look at uh, providing education to the general dog buying public not to have an impulse buy. One piece of research said that people spent more time choosing a pair of shoes online than they did choosing the puppy. Right, well that tells you all you need to know then, doesn't it? Alan is with us as well. Alan, do you think there should be further restrictions on uh, dog breeds? Hi, and uh, yeah, um, I, I think that um, some dogs should be banned full stop. Uh, I'm, I'm a dog lover. I own, uh, well, we own two uh, golden retrievers and you know, they are very gentle dogs and lovely dogs, but a dog is a is a wild animal. And if it's provoked, and a gentleman there was saying that a lot of the bites were young children. And I, I don't think that, that, you know, I don't think my dogs would bite children, but then, you know, somebody kicks a dog or whatever, you, you, you don't know what the reaction is going to be. The, the other thing that I think that people are missing is we're all talking about biting. But I've had two occasions um, where uh, my two dogs, um, were, sorry, my two dogs were playing and they were chasing each other around the garden, and they came towards me at you know great speed, and knocked me off my feet. And the the same sort of thing happened to somebody I know who was in a park walking. The dogs were playing, and this Alsatian. I'm just saying Alsatian. It could be any big dog. Uh, came and hit her on the knee, on the side of the knee, and broke her knee. So there's a lot more than just biting, you know, controlling the dogs. They're they're big animals, like... Exactly. They're they're, they're big animals, and they're playful. You know, they're playing with each other. They just don't, you know, sort of... uh, They're not very um, uh, careful. Um, So I think this this whole dog... um, 
and I've heard you know quite a few um, um, talks uh, on your shows and other shows about dog. I just think the dogs. I think there's it's more you know it, 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 training of dog is, is is important. But I'll just give you an example. My wife takes both our dogs out and she has control over the dogs and everything else and I take the same two dogs out and I don't have the same control mm-hmm. that she does you know so about the, yeah, the, the control. And, and there's a lot of people, I have to say, um, on the text line today in favour with Anita's suggestion earlier that like people should have to go through some sort of a training course or something before particularly taking on any kind of a dog that is on the, uh, the restricted breed list. This listener here in the email says it's the owner's fault, not the child who's attacked. I was attacked by a pit bull as a child a number of years ago and it came out of absolutely nowhere. Jim, uh, Jim on line two um Jim, the, the point that you mentioned about the incident that you had when you had to pick up your own two dogs, were you were you injured in that, or how were you after? Um, no, I, I, my, my trousers was torn, uh, I was torn and and um, a scrape on my leg, but he didn't break uh, blood because luckily enough the owner was quick enough out to um, stop it. But I um, was listening to I listened to news talk on on RTE radio on on a, on a Saturday morning, and I heard some cases there recently where one guy went over to try and. Um, open a dog's jaw that had attacked his dog and he lost the top of his two fingers. And you hear this situation all the time, but um, uh, no, luckily enough, uh, the owner ran out uh, in my case uh, in time and he was, he was trying to get at my, at my two dogs up in my arms. And then when he went down from my leg, the owner was pulling him back and he, he, he uh, tore my trousers and lucky, scraped my leg but didn't draw blood. Thank God for that. I know, you were lucky for sure. Colm and Lahinch is texting to say, this is absolute rubbish. If I had a euro for every time my dog has been attacked by a little lapdog type dog, I'd be a millionaire, says Colm. Dave and Wexford says, the law regarding dangerous dogs is that they should be muzzled and on a short leash. The problem is the local authorities and the guards aren't enforcing it. Keep your messages coming into us today. The two Jims, Alan Grania, thanks for getting in touch with us about this. But I want to hear from other people. Like, Do you think there should be further restrictions I'm on dogs and should some of the dogs on the restricted breeders list even be banned similar to the situation that is in Northern Ireland Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk